Hello, I'm Melanie Warner Spencer, editor of New Orleans Pride Magazine and its companion blog, Let Them Eat Cake. And I'm Kelly Massico, New Orleans Pride digital editor and writer of the Let Them Eat Cake blog. Welcome to The Wetiquette, a Let Them Eat Cake podcast. In each episode, we explore modern and traditional answers to your most pressing wedding etiquette questions. Today's episode features popular clothing concerns, including a conversation about one of the most divisive topics of them all, guests and the color white. We'll also tackle guidelines for pulling off black without looking like you're attending a funeral, the correct colors for the mother of the bride, and navigating seersucker season. Hi, Melanie. Hi, Kelly. How are you? I'm great. I'm very excited today. Same. We um, have been talking about doing a podcast related to the Let Them Eat Cake blog since probably a year or two after its inception in 2015. Yep. And it's finally happening. I know. After six long years, <laughs> here we are. I think we waited too long, but I, I hope that it isn't too long for people to still be interested and want to um, engage with us here on this platform the way they do in the blog with What It yeah. Hit Wednesday, where this is kind of the spinoff of them. It is. It's one of our most popular series inside of Let Them Eat Cake. So I think combining that into a nice little gift of a podcast was a good idea for us to do yeah. our next venture. Likewise. And if anyone is curious, you can always check out the archives of the Let Them Eat Cake blog and the Wedicate Wednesday offerings at MyNewOrleans.com. Yep, under blogs, you'll see Let Them Eat Cake, and it's right there for you. So hopefully we'll see you there. Meanwhile, let's dig in on today's questions. Okay, Melanie. So our first question today um, comes from a reader, but also something that I have asked before a lot. Um, it's about how much white is too much white in a wedding guest's outfit. So the question as it is, how much white is too much white in a wedding outfit? And can I wear white shoes or a white purse slash accessories along with my outfit? We get so many questions about the color white yes. as it is concerning weddings. And I get lots of questions from friends, from family as well. So outside of the blog, so it's not unusual to have concerns about this because we've all had it beaten into us to never ever go anywhere near anything white unless you are one of the people getting married. So it's really a little more nuanced than that, I guess. The rule of thumb is of course you do not want to wear all white unless you have been instructed by the couple to wear white if they're going for a vibe. It's a theme. Right, we're yeah. all thinking Solange Knowles and her fabulous wedding in which all the guests and the couple were white and it was stunning and spectacular. If that's the case, go for it. Otherwise, you can of course wear something that has white in it, but you would want that to be a secondary color and not the primary color. So if your attire has a primarily blue pattern like blue flowers and there is some white in it, go for it but you just want to avoid anything that's too much white. And when it comes to the accessories, I would say err on the side of no white accessories because if someone in the couple is wearing white, they might be accessorizing with white. 
and that might look a little too much like you're trying to upstage the people who are supposed to be the center of attention. And that's really what this white rule is all about. I am very much an advocate for no white. Um, <laughs> no white at all. Just don't, <laughs> don't even. I feel like it's best, and I, I personally live by this rule, to just avoid it at all costs. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it, that's the easiest. It is a little bit harder during like spring and summer months though when true. white is a very um, prominent color. Especially in, in the south and we are based in New Orleans so it gets very, very hot here beyond really anything anyone should bear. And it, I think it's probably normal for us to want to wear white but just avoid it unless you're asked to wear it. Agreed. On this same kind of note, our second question um, comes from a reader who's also wondering about white, but in a different context. So the question is, my cousin is getting married to his partner of seven years here in New Orleans this summer. Both of the grooms are planning to wear gray tuxedos. I thought it would be fun and practical, given the heat, to wear a knee-length tailored white cocktail dress. Is it okay to wear white to a wedding with no bride? My gut instinct on this one is also pointing toward no. And the reason for that is actually a couple different reasons. But primarily, A, you don't know, even if it's a same-sex wedding, if the couple is going to be wearing white or if one person in the couple is going to be wearing white. So that's probably a good reason to just say no. And then also... There might be some people there at the wedding that, you know, it could happen. They might get confused when they see a person <laughs> walking around in a white gown and they're expecting to have either two brides or, you know, two grooms or whatever. So I just think it's probably, as always, a great rule that unless you are asked to wear white, to not wear white. I would agree with that for sure. Yeah. So in the opposite of that, our third question is the opposite from white, which is black. So I think a lot of people think black is associated with funerals or, or you know, not so fun type of things. But I, on the other hand, think it's elegant. Um, and it actually, this is a question that came from me as I wanted to wear a black dress to a wedding. So I think it's considered an elegant color. But the question that we're posing is whether or not it's okay to wear black to a wedding with the quote, at least it's not white, right? <laughs> <laughs> at least it's not white. And that this is actually a great question. Um, personally, I favor black pretty much every day. And if, <laughs> if listeners, you could see us right now, we are both literally wearing we black. We are both wearing black, yes. Um, and... It's pretty much something that I love to wear all the time. It's chic, it's sophisticated, it is slimming if you're going for that, and it's just easy. That makes it such a great choice for any occasion. That's why the little black, black dress, the LBD, exists. But it can come off as morbid at a wedding, and you don't want to suggest in any way, shape, or form that you are mourning this couple getting married, um, because that honestly could be the message that you are sending and we do not want to do that so just brighten it up wear your black but brighten it up with a colorful jacket 
a shawl or festive colorful jewelry, shoes and other accessories. And that way you are breaking up that, that stark black. Yeah, I'm less worried about this rule than I am about white, I think. <laughs> right. I think this one is less of a problem in my eyes because I think luckily for me, at least, and for us, that fashion is trending more towards black being an elegant color. And even some brides, including black in their attendance and their, their bridesmaids' colors. So I think that that's, um, I, I, I find a little less problem with black than. And that's a great point about a lot of brides or couples having their attendants wear black. And that really gives you another incentive to break it up with some other types of accessories because people might mistake you for one of the attendants and that start yeah. asking you questions that you can't answer about the event or trying to get you in pictures, which if you want to get in pictures, go for it. But if you, like me, want to stand on the sidelines and observe, then perhaps don't draw attention to yourself by trying to look like one of the <laughs> Very true, but that could the argument for that could also be you never know what the color of the bridesmaids dresses are going to be, so you could you could accidentally, accidentally end up. <laughs> Very true, looking Very true. exactly. There's like only the so much we can do. Listen, especially in different seasons, you know, certain colors are more popular. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, the fourth question we have today um, involves a different member of the bridal party. So the question that was posed to us is, my mom and I have been working on the color theme for my wedding, which is scheduled for the beginning of December. She wants to compliment my bridesmaids, but not wear the same color. We are doing a chic, shimmery gray with red accents to nod towards the holidays without being too overt. She doesn't want to do black because she's afraid it'll be too solemn, and red isn't really up her alley. What color should the mother of the bride wear to the wedding? This is sort of one of those that has multiple answers because we have a lot of details for this one. Normally, I'm just giving sort of the general answer. The mother of the bride wears whatever fits her style. Mm -hmm. And in terms of color, traditionally, she would wear something that might be similar to what the attendants are wearing or what the color theme is for the wedding. Um, so, you know, she might also just want to wear whatever color looks good on her. There pretty much aren't any rules about sort of no color except for don't except wear white. <laughs> and maybe avoiding black as the mother of the bride because, again, we don't want to suggest that the mom is not happy about this union. And at the same time, if she's told to wear white, if she's told to wear black, if those are things that have been handed down from the couple because of their theme, then go for it. But with holiday, obviously you don't want to be too overt. You don't maybe want to wear red, green, and um, gold and look like a Christmas tree that Not has all been together, yeah. festooned for the occasion. So perhaps then you look at jewel tones, cooler hues, mm -hmm. gold or, you know, I would say gold, but not silver, because again, silver might look a little too much like white. And if it's a, a winter wedding and you're working with a cooler palette, those things could work. And I'm, I almost want to put winter in air quotes because <laughs> it's, again, we're in New Orleans and winter is really more You got like, about three days of winter. Yeah, it's brief. 
Um, <laughs> so what matters most really is that mom feels confident in her choice, that she can focus on enjoying the big day of her child and her soon-to-be new child and not on her attire. So you want to make sure it's a dress that fits, it's a dress that is a color that looks great on her and that she feels good about wearing. And you know, the color, as long as it's not one of the taboo colors, is kind of up to her. What do you think about the mother of the bride dress or even the mother of the groom dress maybe complementing the bride's dress in the sense of style or fabrics? I think that if they work together on that and the bride is co-signing, mm -hmm. then that is absolutely fine. It's just best to make sure that you're not, again, upstaging <laughs> the bride. And there are relationships between moms and daughters, particularly, that can be complicated and maybe have some some weird dynamics that <laughs> perhaps aren't found in, in every other mother-daughter relationship. And what I'm talking about here is competition between mother and daughter. And obviously, that can get tricky if that's the sort of relationship that you have with mom. Whew, you know, God Godspeed to you. Um, bless your heart. <laughs> bless your heart. Good luck getting through this <laughs> wedding planning. Um, but, you know, you may want to make some requests on making sure that she's not trying to dress um, exactly like you. <laughs> I would agree. And I honestly have had, I have known about situations like that where the, well, actually it was the mother-in-law soon to be <laughs> that was treading on some, some dangerous territory with her choice of dress that really looked bridal. Yeah. It can it, get, it, ha it happens. It becomes a sticky situation. It does. For it does. sure. Yeah. And, and emotions are already running high yes. during wedding planning and the day of. So I always remind people, etiquette is here for us to remind us to be kind. It's not about snobbery. It's not about making sure that we're controlling everyone. It's quite the opposite of that. It's about kindness. And we just always want to tread lightly and proceed with compassion and kindness. And if um, somebody's trying to upstage the bride, particularly somebody that's really close to the bride, maybe we need to find out what kind of attention they need. <laughs> I think that's a good place to end on. Yes. <laughs> So our final question today is more for the men um, or anyone opting to wear a suit. I was going to say, it also could be also could women be, wearing yes. seersucker. Um, so um, it's about seersucker before Memorial Day, after Labor Day, you know, outside of the typical time that people wear seersucker. The question is, my boyfriend and I are attending a wedding next week, and if it's warm, he says he wants to wear his seersucker suit. It's a day wedding. I thought you weren't supposed to wear white linen or seersucker until after Memorial Day. Can my boyfriend wear seersucker to a wedding before Memorial Day? Insert after Labor Day. <laughs> okay. First of all, I want to say that this rule, we're going to apply it to anyone wanting to wear seersucker, whether it's a suit mm -hmm or a dress, or a shirt, or pants, or what have you, and be a little bit more general since a lot of people enjoy seersucker. 
You are correct in that the traditional rule is to avoid white linen or seersucker until after Memorial Day. And again, also not wearing white at a wedding. <laughs> However, the rules have shifted over the years. And if you live in a tropical or subtropical climate, such as New Orleans, it is okay to wear white linen or seersucker when it is hot. However, do not wear white to the wedding, <laughs> as we said before, unless you're told. Personally, I like to avoid wearing the latter, wearing seersucker to um, year-round and relegate it to spring and summer. Um, on a personal note, that's me, but to each their own. If you are wearing seersucker to a day wedding or even an evening wedding, that is absolutely acceptable. I would, however, try to pick seersucker that the color that's in it besides white, because it's usually white and tan, white and blue, white and, you know, pink, whatever, mm -hmm. that it's probably maybe not white and tan because that sort of from afar can look like all white. Yes. Whereas if you're doing pink or blue or some of the other fun colors out there, you'd be a little less likely to be accused of wearing white to a wedding. Yeah. I agree. I think here, too, it makes it a little bit different just because we're such a seersucker fabric yes. city. Um, so I, I like it. I don't think that there's a problem, even if it's a dress or if mm -hmm. it's like, I, I don't really see a problem um, with that, which is funny because it is partly white, and I have a very strong opinion about it, right. <laughs> about wearing white, but... Um, and I also don't think it's a problem before or after mm -hmm. Memorial Day and Labor Day. No, I, I really don't think it is. And I, I, I think that rule's kind of like it has tired gone anyway. It's yeah. more, a more modern take is to allow it either any time of the year when it's hot. I mean, obviously, you may not want to on a sort of weirdly warm winter day, but, <laughs> um, you know, we're not sticklers about it anymore like we used to now. If we have any listeners up north that have lots of um, qualms with what we're saying, we would love to hear from you yeah. because I know that there are still some people, particularly that aren't in these hotter places, that are sticklers about it, and maybe even some here too. I have I do notice a much larger uptick of wearing seersucker mm -hmm. and white during the the hotter months in the south but i do see, see it year round as well that sound means it's time for this episode's wedding history fun fact did you know that the wedding dress wasn't always white in the 18th and 19th centuries wedding dresses were far more likely to be red as well as have colors such as blue and green mixed in. Really, the dress was whatever the bride had in her closet that was her Sunday best or her best outfit that she had. It wasn't until Queen Victoria married Prince Albert in 1840 that wearing white for your wedding became popular and turned into the tradition we know today. Queen Victoria was not the first bride to wear white. Actually, her predecessor, Queen Mary, donned white as well. But Victoria's celebrity, and due to the fact that by the 1830s, less expensive magazines aimed at the general public started being published, her white wedding dress became a tradition and popular among everyone.
And now for some gently breaking news. Is the trend of mismatching dresses fun or done? All right, Kelly, I know that we do not agree on this. We don't agree on this. So mismatching dresses, though, can have a lot of different subcategories. So either the color is all the same and the dresses are all different, or the dresses are all different and the colors are all different. Mm -hmm. I have a problem with both. <laughs> Personally, I think it's fantastic when the attendants are all wearing a dress style that looks best on them. I think it cuts down on the work involved for everyone to find a dress when one color is chosen, but everyone gets to pick whatever style looks great. So I'm saying fun, and I know you're saying done. I'm saying done with an asterisk of could be fun. Now my my <laughs> my opinion on my thought process for that is I like when things are more uniform. Uniform not uniform in the sense but but they all vibe together. And I think there's a lot of room for error in my opinion when you allow a group of 7 or 8 people decide what they're going to wear. So I do however find less of a problem with all of the same color and mismatching dresses, but my my problem would be making sure if you're all going to wear different dresses, then everyone has a different dress and not three of seven have the same dress and four other people don't because then we're, you know, you have to position those people right. in a way that it all looks not uniform, but it all makes visually sense. Visually appealing. More yes. symmetrical in its own yes. way. And I get that. I guess I'm just not as big of a stickler if, Three of them have halter style, and two of them Style have... is different. I'm talking about the exact same dress. If three of them have halter and three of them have off the shoulder or one shoulder or whatever, that's fine to me. But if, they, if three of them accidentally all buy the same dress when you could buy whatever you want, that to me, just the way it's going to... I just feel like you're going to look at these pictures forever, uh -huh. and you want them to be aesthetically pleasing. I feel, I feel what you're saying, but I, I believe this one is probably going to stick around for a while. It is. And it's going to be up to the person that is determining what everyone's going to wear. Definitely. And so if the boss of the attendant says wear this, then you do what the boss says and you don't talk back. That I do agree with. They yes. get to decide. Um, Maybe more, or it can be fun as long as it's organized. I guess what we're saying then, what we could agree on, is be sure to organize it. Yes. Be sure to have some sort of guideline, and maybe also either have you know someone there to enforce it or mm -hmm. take that upon yourself. Like I've your maid of matron of honor can yes. be at the helm of that. Exactly. I agree with that. Yeah. And, you know, I just had a, um, <laughs> a a vision of Jonathan Van Ness pop into mm -hmm. my head, who always wears such fabulous dresses. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, obviously, if you have a friend with great taste that's in your wedding party, that person could be appointed. I, I just think a lot of thought needs to go into yes. it if you're going to do it. So today, we're not going to declare it done. But we are going to say think long and hard and make a plan.
I would agree with that. Yes. <laughs> what is done is just letting everyone free. Yes. To do what they what they want with your wedding day. Okay. Well, we agreed more than I thought we would. I still I still kind of think it's done, but <laughs> all right. Well, we're done. We're done. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for this episode. If you have a Wedicate question or want to continue the discussion from today's episode, email us at theweticate at myneworleans.com.